Well, good GR Majin folks, and welcome to another edition of Keol August Crack. Today, Saturday, August the 10th, we're actually coming to you live from the PGA, the last major of the year. We're down here hoping to get a few interviews, maybe with some of the Irish boys. You never know. They might be silly enough to let us into the old press box. Mark, what do you think? Good morning well, to you. They were that the, the, the Americans were already silly enough to let four Irish lads across the border last night, Kenny. So we're halfway there. I think that was the hardest part. Getting into the press box should be no problem for the two of us. I'd say so. Yeah, and you know what? You're looking well. You're 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 dressed up, real fancy now. You're you're almost. You know what? I'll tell you one thing. If you went the other side of the ropes, you know what? They wouldn't even know. You'd look the pro. You do. Wait, wait. And and even if they saw my golf my golf swing, Kenny, would they feel the same way? Do you think? Um, well, that's, that, that's another story. Let's not talk about that now. Come on. Although I know you have records. You have records to be beaten. I know that. Birdies in a <laughs> row and stuff like that. Yeah, it's the pause, the pause, the pause said it all. It's a lovely part of the world down here now. I, uh, I, I have to say that uh, I read, Manny, you've been down here before for the Ryder Cup many years ago. It was my first time down here, but a spectacular part of the world. Good company, and um, of course we'll have to meet up with, with Eddie Brett at some stage and see if we can borrow a few a few bob from him so we can uh, so we can get a get a pint or two into ourselves down here. Well, exactly. I thought we were very well behaved actually last night. Our our mammies would be glad to to hear that we just we found a good little Irish bar down there, and and of course our uh, our sponsors Guinness of our calendar of events. We we did them proud, but we drank responsibly. I'd have to say, wouldn't we? I would say so, yeah. I was very responsible anyway. Yeah. Um, those, those lads we have with us now, we have to reconsider. We have to reconsider and really think. Uh, we have to really think a little bit harder before we start bringing lads down with us. We have to really think about the company we bring down here because it's very disappointing. An awfully man and a Carla man, and they don't know how to behave themselves. So, they don't, uh, Doherty no. and Donnelly are coming off the list of invitees to future events like this. I think so. Now tonight is Saturday night, so maybe they'll, uh, you know, maybe they'll behave themselves tonight. No, they won't. They're lost cause. They won't anyway. They won't. So some uh, some good uh, Gaelic last week. Wow. Neil, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. I'd say if 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 Roser could jump up and click his heels, he would have. He thought that that was the best game of football he's ever watched. Uh, and and he was a very happy man when I called him last week. Well, I'd say now, anyone who thought that Mayo had yet to have a test this year coming out of Connacht uh, would probably be, be, you know, some of them are probably saying they still haven't had a test, but they, the reality is they made a really good team look really bad. And, um, you know, at the beginning of the year, I picked Kildare and Mayo to go the whole way. Obviously, my first one is wrong, but based on that performance, Mayo and Dublin look like they're on a collision course for a spectacular game of football here at the end of the year. That said, you still have the Kerry boys involved in it. And, uh, of course, the hard men from Tyrone who uh, out-muscled the Ulster champions. So, my gosh, who could have picked Dublin and Kerry in one semi-final and Mayo and Tyrone in another I think it's set up for a, for an all-star finish, Kenny. It is, it is. I tell you, in, in, in the McCarney household there in Tunnafobble in Sligo, there was tears on one side and joy on the other because Henry, my brother-in-law, is a Monaghan man. And after the joy the week prior of winning the Ulster Championship, there was yeah. such disappointment in losing to Tyrone. And uh, anyway, 
I suppose they have some consolation in being Ulster champions. And Dublin and Cork went at it, and they're going at it again tomorrow in the Hurland. How do you think that will come out? Um, uh, I like the Dubs, and um, I, I, I would I would love to see the Dubs get to the All Ireland Hurland final. Um, Cork have been there many many times, and um, I'm always a man for the underdog. Although in this case I can't really call Dublin the underdogs, but I'd like to see I'd like to see them get to the final. I think it would be great for hurling. And I think that even in the other semi-final the following week, Limerick versus Clare, regardless of who wins that, and that'll be a tight match. Well, you know, a, a Dublin versus either of those counties would be great to see. A Dublin-Limerick, Dublin-Limerick final would be absolutely fantastic. Neither county having won an All-Ireland for many, many years. I think it was 1971 since Limerick won, and it's long before then since Dublin won. It's good for the game. Before. It's good for the game for sure. And I see that Jimmy game. Barry Murphy, he, he's named an unchanged Cork side. And of course, the Dublin boys have uh, have a lot to prove. So they're uh, it's, it's it should be it should be very entertaining. And and as you say, I mean, it'd be great to see two counties in there who haven't been there, who haven't won it in a long time. So it'd be uh, very interesting. And speaking of hurling, by the way, I had the two lads uh, on the long weekend down there with their their new hurley sticks, you know, and they were down at the park. And you want to see these Canadians looking at them, wondering. <laughs> <laughs> so my my daughter Brogan was saying she heard three fellas walking by going, hey, do you think that's cricket that they're playing? So <laughs> I don't know if that was a comment on how bad my lads are at hurling, or uh, or just how silly Canadians think we are out there in the park. But uh, it brought me back. Uh, you know when I was thinking about it, just could you imagine back in the day when all the the new immigrants were coming to Canada and all these different sports, whether it be bocce ball with the Italians or hurling. For ourselves and Gaelic football, you know, just all these cultures coming together and and looking at each other, probably in these parks, right? Going, what is the other fella doing, right? What are these? <laughs> it so just kind of it, it brought me back to this, uh, I don't know, a moment in time anyway, where uh, for these people anyway passing by, and, and and literally they were there were people just gawking, going, what is going on here? So. But I think, uh, you know what, we might have two future lads there, Mark. Uh, you'll have to come out and see them one of these days. I will. Uh, not only will I go out and see them, I'll give them some lessons because I don't believe there's anyone <laughs> uh, in that I was, I was waiting. I was waiting yeah, for that. I, I know, I know. I'll deliver. I'll deliver. Giant wooden spoons is what you think they are. Giant wooden spoons. Uh, indeed, indeed. Yeah. So listen, I'll, we better... I'll be, uh, what? I'll, be, I'll be in Ireland just to let you know for that Limerick and Clare game. I'm heading to Ireland on Monday. So. Oh my goodness. Are you, are you going to yeah. go to it? Uh, no, I won't be going to it. I'll no. try. I'll try, but I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'd love to make you jealous, but I don't know if I can. Ah, uh, yeah, you would indeed. That's uh, that'll be something else to be at that. And uh, I better give a shout out. Although we we'll play a request for them later on, but Roser and Marlon, they made it to forty-eight years uh, this past week. August the seventh was their wedding anniversary, oh, and I asked oh. the big question. I said, "Do you think you'll make it to the fiftieth?" And they said they'd give it a try. So two more two more years to go and a big another big shout out my my wee uh, niece and my godchild uh, yeah. the only girl godchild that I have uh, Megan McCarney was 6 last Wednesday August the 7th as well so the big celebrations back there so a big shout out to them and um well Kenny had my a great brother night. my brother's birthday was also on the 7th of August so oh be the like lord hokey Big days in our family. Uh, I, put, I, put massive, I put massive pressure on them to change the son's new name, but no joy there. It's all over. It's Tristan, and that's it. 
will be saying Tristan Owen O'Brien at Stain. It's not it's not changing, and I hope he never listens to the show because he he'll he'll give me awful abuse for for talking about it even. The young fellow might change his name to Owen himself anyway. He might. He might. You never what know. kind of a tune? What kind of a tune have you lined up for that big anniversary or for your parents? Oh, I have one. Uh, I have one lined up a little bit later on. We're not going to kick the show off with it. Although I suppose you know, back in the day, sure, Roser might have had money to burn. Here's Paul Brady with a song of his Hula Buda Hula Dua Bua album. I tell you, some type on that album. Anyway, Paul Brady, money to burn. She don't want to hear you crying again. Calling out your existential pain Comes a time when every sensitive brain Needs a taste of reality Yeah, the money market's wrecking your head You should have bought commodities instead Now you spend your whole day living in dread Of impending mortality My friend, tell me what it's gonna take to make you understand You can still do anything you want When you're free to write the plan When you're gonna realize how lucky you are You could be a boy child soldier in somebody's war yeah. Or find that you're a sex trade prisoner with nowhere to turn all I hear is one white male with money to burn And a whole lot to learn Money to burn It's true that you're a self-made mystical man Never had your daddy's helping hand And every little thing that's at your command Was the fruit of invention some hellhounds dragging you down Facing to the future with a frown All I want to do is take you across town To another dimension My friend, tell me what I gotta do To make you see for real You can still go anywhere you please When your hands are on the wheel When you're gonna
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. Thank you. 
For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabeen Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabeen has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabeen can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabeen is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. All right, folks. Well, the Galway Arms, located at 8.30 the Queensway in Etobicoke, invites you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in Toronto, and it also features some of the best Irish meals in the city. So drop in to see the Keane family or call 416-251-0096. Or, of course, you can visit www.galwayarms.ca. And, of course, the Galway Arms is the home of Gaelic Games in Toronto. And, of course, folks, it's getting down to exciting times here. Anyway, coming up at the Galway Arms, and keep in mind, folks, that it's very likely that um, all of the game, the GA games for the remainder of the season will be on a Sunday um, as we are down to uh, some of the final teams here in the championship for 2013. So uh, coming up on Sunday, tomorrow, at 8.30 in the morning, the minor hurling final uh, championship is on between Kilkenny and Waterford. That's at 8.30 in the morning at the Galway Arms. Kilkenny taking on Waterford in the minor hurling championship. And then the big game at 10.30 in the morning is the senior hurling championship, the All-Ireland semi-final between Dublin and Cork. And then at 4.30 in the afternoon, you can catch the Sunday game with, with a review and highlights of the games. And then next weekend, uh, on August the 18th, next Sunday at 8.30 in the morning, we've got the other semi-final from the Minor Hurling Championship, Limerick taking on Galway. And then the big game at 10.30 in the morning next Sunday, August the 18th, is the Senior Hurling Championship, the All-Ireland semi-final. And Limerick also appearing in the, um, the All-Ireland semi-final and they take on their rivals, Clare, their Munster rivals, Clare. And um, listen, two fantastic games, both on the hurt in the minor and on the senior. And so um, get yourself down there to the Galway Arms to watch some of those games. Okay, folks, that's it from the Galway Arms. Right. We'll move on with another bit of music. This band is called the Brock Maguire Band, and they're coming to Toronto on August the 12th at the Gladstone Hotel in the Melody Bar, and it'll be on at 8 p.m. And this next track is called French Canadian Reel, so it's got a nice little touch with us here. And believe it or not, we'll have Manus Maguire from the band for an interview right after this track. Enjoy it, folks.
Okay, folks, that was a great track there from Brock McGuire band called French Canadian Reels. And this is a band that we were hoping to have on last week, but they were so busy down in the U.S. at a festival, we just couldn't connect. And we're absolutely thrilled to have one of the members on the phone right now. This is a band that has a brand new CD out called Greengrass Bluegrass. And they are described as Irish instrumental band of the decade. So we've got some really heavy hitters here. And one of the men that's on the phone is Manus McGuire, and he's from Sligo. And that's fantastic. Manus, you're very welcome to Keologus Crack. How are you doing? Thanks very much, Ken. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me on your show. Oh, we're delighted to have it. Delighted to be on it, yeah. Good. And you're uh, you're down in uh, Godrich today at uh, yeah, the Celtic Godrich Roots today. Festival. At the, at the Gaelic Roots at the Celtic Roots Festival, you're right. Yeah, it's on today and tomorrow, and uh, it's our first time. I know Warren Robinson has tried to have the band in on a few occasions, but for one reason or another, we were doing different things and couldn't make it until this year. So we're delighted to be here today and tomorrow at the Godrich Festival, and then following that, we finish up our. U.S. Canadian tour on Monday night in uh, Toronto at the Gladstone Hotel. That's fantastic, and that's going to be at the Melody Bar at 8 p.m., I believe. At at 8 p.m. on the Melody Bar, exactly. That's it, Ken. That's fantastic. And uh, for our listeners, can they just uh, go down and get tickets at the door at the Gladstone? Yeah, that's that's the arrangement that's made, that they can go down there uh, and pick up the tickets at the door and... um, we're, we've been talking to lots of people in, in the Toronto area who are who have been listening to our music over the years, and I think there's going to be a, a decent crowd in. There's certainly there's, there's good expectations on the night. Well, there's no doubt about it. People uh, people love uh, to hear music and live music here in this city. And your new CD, Greengrass Bluegrass, uh, you were kind enough to get me a copy of that, and it's uh, I've uh, had a chance during the week to listen to it. It's uh, it's a fantastic CD, and you've got some very special guests on there: Ricky Skaggs, Aubrey Haney, Brian Sutton, Jeff Taylor, and Mark uh, Fain. So, tell us maybe a little bit about uh, about how you recorded that and where you did that. Well, we got to, we got to meet Ricky uh, and become friends with Ricky Skaggs over the last couple of years uh, on our visits to Nashville, and we've we've been in the Nashville area quite a bit on tours. Most of the tours we do are southern based, and uh, we became quite friendly with him. And he he has been interested in our music and is very interested and respectful of of Irish music and and the how important it has been in the. Uh, you know, in bluegrass music over the years, of course, his his big all-time hero has been Bill Monroe, uh, the all-time bluegrass favorite of many people. But um, he, uh, Ricky Skaggs, has uh, been a, a, a very good friend to us, and we have uh, we were delighted when he said he would like to do a few tracks with us. And in fact, when he came on the album, he he ended up doing ten or eleven tracks, I think it is. And we were thrilled to record the album in his own studio, the Skaggs Recording Studio in Hendersonsville, just outside. Nashville a year and a half ago so we were thrilled to do that and uh, the album title as you, as you know is Greengrass Bluegrass which I suppose in many ways is a crossover between our Irish music and the bluegrass music and I think it draws on a lot of similarities that have been going on between the two over the years. Yeah I think you, you describe it on the uh, on the CD as kind of these cousins of music if you will musical cousins. Very much so uh, yeah, yeah very much so Ken and I think we were we were deeply honoured that, that uh, Ricky could see uh, how inextricably linked in many ways our music has been and uh, as I say how respectful he is of Irish music and how, how important it has been to, to all the bluegrass tradition over the years. 
And uh, I, you know, it's fantastic to be able to get support from uh, from such a well-known uh, character as as Ricky. He's uh, very much a great so. musician yeah. in yeah. his own right, isn't he? And uh, you're a you're very accomplished band uh, of musicians here, and, and maybe we can tell the uh, the the listeners uh, all about the band. There's yourself, Manus McGuire, Paul Brock, Gary O'Mara, and Dennis Carey, and you cover um, four different counties and maybe maybe five because you were born in Offaly, right? That's right. Yeah, but I early, very early on I moved to Sligo, and I grew up in Sligo. And uh, I know you're from Sligo as well, Ken. I never I got a chance to meet you up there. No. But, uh, yeah, Sligo is the home place, and I suppose in many ways a lot of people would regard it as the home of traditional Irish fiddle playing. Uh, a lot of the big fiddle players came out of Sligo, like Michael Coleman, James Morrison, Paddy Killorn, and many more. And Paul uh, Rock is from Athlone. Yes. And uh, he's the accordion player in the band. And uh, Gary O'Mara is from Dublin banjo player, banjo and mandolin and, and vocals. And Dennis Carey is from Newport in County Tipperary and he plays piano for us. That's wonderful. And you're down in, uh, I believe, is it Scariff that you're living in right now? Yeah, I, I live in Scariff in East Clare now. I have done for the last 28 years. Very good. I wasn't, uh, just uh, a few weeks ago, I was uh, staying uh, quite closely. I was down in uh, Tulla. And, oh, uh, right nearby, yeah. Yeah, I had, you're over there, Ken, yeah. Had, had an opportunity actually to go in on a Wednesday night into uh, into Fico, into uh, Gary Peppers, maybe. That's right, Peppers in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, a good, uh, that's a good home for the music, all right. That's a good place to go. It is indeed. It is indeed. And what kind of places did you play around Sligo? What places? Well, the the Trades Club was one. Oh, uh, right. We used to play quite a bit there, and uh, there, were, there used to be quite a lot of sessions in this, what was the old Silver Swan Hotel. Oh, of now course, yeah. the Glass House, yeah. Yes. So there yes. were a lot, of music, a lot of music around Sligo at that time. And then in my um, early 20s, I spent some time in Toronto. My brother was living there, uh, and I had a, a good time in Toronto playing there down at Queen & Young. Uh, I think Simpson's store was there at the time. It's now the That's Eaton right. Centre. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I used to play down there with... Um, a well-known fiddle player from uh, PEI, a fellow called Kim Vincent, who sadly passed away a couple of years ago at, oh, at a young age. And uh, Kim and I became good friends. Steve Jeffrey as well, and Dave Papazian. We used to regularly meet down there. So very Toronto good. has very special memories for me for that reason. Well, that's great, and it's great then to have you back here. And uh, I'm playing on, on Monday night, as we mentioned off the top, at the Melody Bar at 8 p.m. on Monday night. And people can get tickets at the door and come out and see this uh, this great band. And we're going to play a track. Um, I was I was looking at this track here, uh, "Darling Girl" from Claire and "Turkey in the Straw." And I was thinking, the amount of counties that we can actually get involved in this particular track. Uh, it was a, a the, the "Darling Girl" of Claire, of course, was a Percy French, so that's what's common. Yeah, um, we have myself and yourself with Sligo, and you with Offley as well. We have West Meath. We have the lads from Dublin, Tipperary, and you yeah. guys in Clare. And then my co-host Mark, who's very quiet this morning, he's from Leash. So that, that's oh, a total that right? of eight counties involved in this next song, right? So that's very not so good. bad, is it? That's that's good. That's excellent. And we uh, all that now. And uh, we'll follow it up with an, another track from your CD called Indian Springs, where you've got Ricky, Aubrey, Brian, Jeff, and Mark on the track. It's a great track. Is there anything you can um, tell us about that track? Yeah, yeah that track, uh, 
that, that piece of music was, was co-written by the great Kenny Baker and Blaine Sprouse, southern fiddle players. And um, the, we, when we heard the piece first, we heard what we thought was an Irish tune in, in this, and we gave it the Irish treatment, but then we went into the, what the bluegrass fellows, we went on and, and did the bluegrass treatment of the tune. And it is a track we like, and uh, it, in many ways it encompasses the overlap, the, the, the crossover between the music of our of our, our country and the, and the Appalachian country. So right. the Irish uh, and the American uh, crosses over there. Well, that's fantastic. And I wish you the best at Godridge this, uh, this, this weekend. And, uh, of course, down at the Gladstone Hell at the uh, Hotel and uh, Melody Bar. Monday night. On Monday night. Yeah, and Monday uh, hopefully yeah. I maybe get a chance to come down and, and see you guys there on, uh, on Monday night and we can have a, a word down there. That'd be lovely, Ken. Love, love to meet you down there. Thanks a million for coming on the show, Manus. Thanks so much, Ken. Thank you very much, and the best of luck to you. Thanks a million. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All the best. Good very luck. Good. Cheers. Bye-bye.
lovely stuff. Great few tracks there from the Brock Maguire Band. Again, they're uh, down in Toronto on August the 12th at the Melody Bar at the Gladstone Hotel, which is which is at uh, Queen and Dufferin. That was uh, Darling Girl from Claire and Turkey in the Straw was the uh, one track. And the other one was Indian Springs with um, Ricky Skaggs on it and a few other guests that we had uh, talked off the top of the interview with Manus McGuire. This next track we have mentioned before, we like to bring you new music from Ireland. And this is a band with Cavan Roots. They're called the Carnival Brothers and a track called The Sun Is Gonna Shine. This is their debut single. And I think you can mark my words on this one. These lads and lassies, they're going to be big. They're going to be big over in Ireland. I think they're going to be big out here as well. So keep a listen for this one. It's a great track. And I'd like to send it out to my mum and dad, who celebrated their 48th wedding anniversary this past week. The track is called The Sun Is Gonna Shine, and may it shine long and hard for yourself, Ray and Marlon. You're the colour in my dream My shooting star in my moonbeam The ocean to my lonely stream The movie to my
All right, Accordia, here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. I found a nice, quiet place down here at the PGA in Rochester, New York. That's where we're coming to you live this week. There is still time to register for the Irish Summer Camp. There are camps from 9am till 3.30 every day with a concert on Friday. August 19th to the 23rd, it's the Irish Supporters Club, 4120 Ridgeway Drive in Mississauga. On August 26th to the 30th, it's the Museum of Steam and Technology, 900 Woodward Avenue at the QEW. That's your Irish summer camps to register. Send Maureen O'Leary an email at moleary2001 at rogers.com or give her a phone call at 416-446-6933. Saturday, August the 24th, it's the annual Mayo Picnic and Barbecue. And that's going to be held at the Freely Estate up in Richmond Hill. The cost is $15 per person. Information can be got at 416-748-9227. The 1913 Centenary Pageant. This is an initiative by Ray Bassett, our Irish ambassador to Canada. It's a commemoration in words and song of the 1913 strike and lockout in Dublin when the Irish Transport and General Workers Union faced the combined forces of 400 employers determined to starve the workers into submission. Co-sponsored by the Embassy of Ireland, Hamilton and District Labour Council, Leuna and the Irish Canadian Club of Hamilton. This is all happening at the Workers' Arts and Heritage Centre, and that's at 51 Stewart Street in Hamilton. It is on on Saturday, August the 31st at 7.30pm. There's no charge, and it's a cash bar. On Saturday, September the 14th, it's the second annual Innisfil Celtic Festival at Innisfil Beach Park on the beautiful shores of Lake Simcoe. That commences at 11.30am. There'll be Celtic music, There'll be all sorts of games and activities for children and even some Celtic vendors and food and things as such. For more information or to be a vendor, give Angie Chisholm a call at 705-456-1595. The third annual Streetsville Cayley is happening on September the 21st, and that's Streetsville in Mississauga. It's happening at the Vic Johnson Community Centre. Doors open at 6pm. It'll be a great night to raise funds for kids in the community. There'll be two bands, the Mountain Lion Trappers and the North, as well as DJ Michael Amaral, who performed throughout the evening. Tickets are $50, and you get a delicious roast chicken dinner with corn on the cob and a dessert. The Banquet Hall will house a silent auction with dozens of amazing deals and you can purchase your individual tickets or reserve tables of six or eight people and that can be purchased at the Vic Johnson Community Centre or Ladner's Clothiers. You can get more information at streetsvillecayley.com or give Julie Walker a call at 647-808-1546. The Ireland-Canada Chambers of Commerce, in partnership with the Ireland-Canada Business Association, Enterprise Ireland, the Industrial Development Authority and Connacht International proudly present the Business Gathering. That's a one-day forum in Dublin's iconic Shelburne Hotel on Friday, September the 27th. The theme of the day will be celebrating and strengthening the business links between Ireland and Canada. These links have never been stronger and deserve to be celebrated. The keynote speaker is the Honourable John Manley, the former Minister of Finance of Canada and current President of the Canada Council of Chief Executives, Canada's preeminent business association. Mr. 
Manley's acceptance of our invitation speaks to the significance of the links between Ireland and Canada and the potential for further growth. If you know Canadian companies wishing to do business in Ireland or Irish companies wishing to do business in Canada, please have them contact the Chamber at main, that's M-A-I-N, at I-C-C-T-O dot com. Saturday, September the 28th, it's the Shamrock Garden and Landscaping their first annual golf tournament in aid of mental health at Bantry's Roost Golf and Country Club that's just up off Bramley Road in Brampton. It's an 8am shotgun start, followed by dinner at the Irish Bean Pub at 5pm. The cost is $125. For more information, call Cull Boyd at 416-200-8214 or send him an email at cboyd at shamrockgardens.com For more information, go to the Guinness Community Calendar of Events at our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. That's it, live from Rochester, New York at the PGA Championship. And here we are with a wee bit more music. This next track is Daniel O'Donnell and a track called Donegal Shore. Believe it or not, this was the very first track that Daniel ever recorded. And uh, we hope that Daniel and his wife, especially his wife, uh, is uh, on the mend. Desmond had reported last week uh, that uh, she has uh, breast cancer, so we wish them all the best, and we send this out to Daniel and all his fans. Donegal Shore. I know it's not right Reminiscing tonight Of days that are gone And returning no more For the girl I dream of Has another man's love Far, far away On a dunny But why should I care For she's happy or there She may have children She may be wealthy or poor But I can't help my dreams Of what might have been If I stayed at home On my Donegal Now it's winter time there All the trees will be bare And the rain clouds will darken My native Guido But if that girl I could hold Every raindrop would be gold It could fall all around us On my dunny There's no one to blame But before she took his name When she told me she loved him It hurt to the core But I could never descend To be only her friend So I left her then 
And the rain clouds will darken my native Gidon. But if that girl I could hold, every raindrop would be gold. It could fall all around us on my Donegal shore. But if that girl I could hold, every All right, folks. Well, as you know, we'll uh, send that song out to uh, to the Donegal folks, good old Daniel O'Donnell and Donegal Shore. As there are probably, uh, what would you think? There's maybe a few of them down by the shore trying I'd say to. Maybe... Um, I'm not sure. I think it'll take a lot more than a Daniel O'Donnell song now to to cheer up those lads. Um, it wasn't as if it was even close, Kenny. So not at all. No. Some of them could be down by the water, all right. They could. They could indeed. Yeah. Well. Stick with it, folks. There's always next year. Well, um, it's been uh, it's been good down here in Rochester, and uh, I'm just hoping that uh, Dear Donnelly and Charlie Dorley have have got us a good spot somewhere, Mark, out there, so that we can follow the Irish lads. What do you think? We gave them some instruction anyway, but you know, so far they haven't been very good at following the instruction this year, so or no. this weekend. But um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, and did you see? Did you see the uh, the cut of what Eddie Brett's wearing over here? I can't believe the hat on him. I, 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 you know what? I thought it I was thought Ricky Fowler. Like, I thought huh? it was Ricky Fowler. I don't think I, it is. I can't believe he was wearing orange, huh? Yeah, unbelievable. Have to have a chat. chat about big, that now. A big hat on him. I didn't know whether it was a fellow from Calgary or a fellow from Texas. Yeah, I wonder if somebody maybe paid him to wear that, though, because he yeah, could be getting some sponsorship. Puma could be all over him, too, you know. Good. Now, we'll be fairly easy to pick out, I'd say, tomorrow now when we're we're cheering on one of our favourites. But we won't say what, but just keep an eye out on the TV box because you might just see us out there tomorrow, folks. I keep think there's a good chance. There's a good chance. There's, there is. There is good a chance. very good chance. You spotted. Yeah, no. and... Um, yeah, but it, this is, um, I know I mentioned it from the outset, but um, it, this is, uh, it, wouldn't this be a lovely course now for us to be able to get out? And I wonder if uh, our man James Maloney can pull some strings and get us a game down here sometime. You never know. You never know. A course like this could do with fellas like us on it, that's for sure. For sure it could, yeah. And I, the outfit the outfit that I'd wear to this place now would be absolutely stunning oh, as well. Oh, yeah, I'd love to see that, all right. Yeah, I don't think you'd win best dress, though, because if I'm there, you know, I'd have to take that title back. Yeah, have to. I'll, I'll be gunning for you. I still hold. I still hold the title, so I'm happy. I'm happy. I don't know if you can remember back to Thursday when they were playing around there. Justin Rose took a divot, and I tell you, it looked like a wild animal coming off his club. But the divot was so big. <laughs> There'd be more of them, I tell you, flying if we got at this course. That's for sure. <laughs> I've uh, I've been guilty of that a few times myself, for sure. Guilty of that myself a few times as well. Well, listen, I want to wish you the best over in Ireland and uh, have a great trip because you'll be ripping up a few courses over there too. God love the I lads hope, at, at Port Marnock and, and, and uh, down in Kinsale and where are you playing? Royal County Down and, and Dune Beg. My God, these courses will never be the same. 
Yeah, I'm not sure if I'll be playing all of them now, but I, I might have misrepresented where I'll be or how much golf I'll be playing. But uh, okay. let's just say I'll have a bit. I'll have a bit of fun anyway. The main thing is I'm going over to check out the nice new nephew I have. Ah, uh, a bit see. of time with the family, and we'll have a bit of crack there. Good for Abby, you, Abby Leaks. Abby and Leaks. Abby Leaks, Wiki Leaks, it's also known as. And of course, you're doing your bit for the gathering. You're bringing back a bunch of Canadians to show them the beautiful, the wonderful. The lovely Ireland. Uh, doing my bit, doing my bit. Sending a few lads in different directions. Uh, bit off more than I can chew here trying to organize a few things for them. But I think I'm going to make them happy anyway, doing my bit for the gathering. But I don't have been getting a whole lot of feedback from people on how, how well it's going and or whether the tourism numbers are, are through the roof. Are they're they up. halfway? They're up. Are they I up? was reading about it. They're up is right. Yeah, the first half of the year anyway, they're up. And I think they're... They're pretty happy with it overall. I think, uh, you know, if they hadn't done it, I suppose, you know, people would be, uh, you know, you'd be looking at the numbers and saying, why didn't we do something? So, yeah, no, I think they're, uh, I don't know how happy they are with the number, but the numbers are definitely up, and that's got to be a good thing. Fantastic. Well, yeah. good news story anyway. It is did indeed. You, um, have, you, have, you, have you a tune lined up for, for us again here? I do, yeah. We have a few tunes lined up. Maybe, maybe we might squeeze a couple more left in. But we'll, uh, we'll say Slán Aguib Galair. Although, hey, you know what? When you're away, I've lined up a big interview. I have the oh. main man. I have the main man, the Irish ambassador, not only to Canada, you know, but to Jamaica as well. I don't think he oh. goes down there in the summer. I think he just goes down there over the winter. But hey, we'll find out more with him next week because he's got a big event coming up down in Hamilton, and we're going to learn all oh. about it. So Ray is on. We got Ray finally coming on we the show. We have Ray finally coming on the show, and uh, hopefully he'll do a good job. You know, while you're away. Yeah. Maybe when he's coming on, you might just put on a bit of, you know, Rastafari. Bob Marley. Little that, Bob Marley. Exactly, exactly. Get on to him there a little bit. Uh, there's no doubt that he won't miss this interview because I guarantee you he's not in Jamaica at this time of year. That's he's high true. risk though when there's snow on the ground. He's high risk. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> All right, Excellent. well, we'll kick her off and let's get out to this golf course and uh, and see what's happening on the course. Folks, we'll say goodbye. We look forward to having uh, our, our, well, at least myself back in the studio next week. Mr. O'Brien's leaving me. Lana Gwip Galera. Lana Gwip. Bed. The black 
Lord, I'm not a red fan of Well, I want to get right from my house and my land. What can 